In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who comes into this world so that we might believe that there is actually life that we have yet to experience. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I know, another long gospel reading, right? It seems like these things pop up in the middle of Lent just to make us even more, well, sort of penitential, right? So that we have to stand up for the gospel reading like we always do, which is usually a little bit shorter. But now we have to stand there for a whole, I don't know, five minutes while the gospel gets read. But the bonus that we get is that it's always a really good story, right? And that's what the story of Lazarus certainly is. It's a good story. It's a story that's filled with all sorts of different things and all sorts of different nuances that you can find in the middle of that long story. And we could be here for a long time talking about every little thing in that story. But I think that instead of spending a long, long time explaining all of the stuff that's there, we'll kind of focus in on Jesus' question to Martha. Do you believe? Do you believe what God has to say about your life? Do you believe? Jesus asked Martha, and today he even asks you. Do you believe? Do you believe that this is real, what we're doing? Wow, I'm going to really have to compete with that, aren't I? Awesome. Do you believe, Jesus asked Martha, do you believe that I can raise this Lazarus who's been dead for four days? Do you believe that I can raise him up out of this tomb? And the question becomes a big one, especially when we find out that he's been in there for four days. For four days while he's been in there, we think putrefying and getting, well Mary says, kind of smelly. Do we really believe? And that question seems to come up time and time again throughout this Gospel reading. You see, first of all, it happens while Jesus is far, far away from Bethany, where Lazarus has, had died. And it seems like Thomas Didymus is the first one who kind of begins to, well, not really understand what there is to believe in the believing. This is great. <laughs> I'm going to have a talk with somebody. Um, When Jesus says, (laughs) when Jesus says, I am going to go to be with Lazarus, and Lazarus Lazarus has been dead, he says, and they assume, all of a sudden, Thomas assumes that Lazarus has been killed by the Pharisees, because earlier in the story, we find out that Lazarus has been killed. 
a follower of Jesus, and that followers of Jesus have been persecuted by the Pharisees, by these people that have been following Jesus around and watching his every move. And so Thomas Didymus says, Yeah, I believe. I believe we're all going to die. I believe I'm going to be going out in a blaze of glory. Let's go and die with Lazarus. And all of a sudden, Jesus, you can kind of see shaking his head and going, No, Lazarus, that's, that's not really what's happening here. And so he goes closer to Bethany, and as he gets closer to Bethany, then Martha comes out to meet him. And she says, Lord, if only you were here, you would have, you would have been able to keep Lazarus from dying. And Jesus seems to turn away from that, and he, he says, well, he is going to live again. And Martha says, yes, I know. I, I know that he'll live again and he'll come back to life on the last day, but that isn't much of a consolation to me now. And Mary comes later and she says the same thing. Lord, if you had only been here, you could have kept him from dying. And Jesus says, you, you don't get it. You don't really believe it. You don't believe that I can actually take these dead bones, this dead man, and raise him up out of this tomb. And that becomes especially apparent when Jesus goes to that tomb, and everybody follows Mary out to that tomb, and he says, open the tomb. And when he says, open the tomb, everybody says, ah, well, I'm, I'm not really quite sure I believe you. They say, well, he's, he's going to be smelly. Not really sure I'm, I'm willing to go along with you on this one. And many times in our lives there's something like that experience of Jesus asking for that tomb to be opened that we have to deal with. Something that challenges how much we really believe. Something that challenges if we can actually follow Him. If we can actually trust Him. That He is who He says He is. And can do what He says He can do. That is what Jesus does in our lives sometimes. He says, I want you to consider to live a life that follows me in faith. Not only with those things that are easy to believe, but those things that are hard to believe as well. Those things that are like opening up a pewter tomb in your life. Are you willing to open up that tomb to me. And oftentimes the stinkiest and the most rank tomb that we have in our lives is our own sins. And Jesus comes to the tombs of our lives where those sins have been sitting and putrefying and decaying and rotting within us. And he says, open up that tomb. And we say, well, I'm not really sure you want that, Jesus. It's going to really smell bad. 
when I open up this tomb and I show you all of these broken commandments. But he says, open it up anyway. And he calls out. And he says, your name. Rise. Come out of that tomb. For I died on a cross. So that those things might be forgiven. And you might have eternal life. Amen.